everyone. It is episode 360 of This Is Whole Life, and this week is going to be a little bit like last week, and I just want to say a quick shout out and a big thank you to my daughter Ellie, who took care of the podcast last week. As you already know, I was sick, Ken came down with COVID, uh, other people on staff, and I know other church members that we've heard from, uh, it seems like it's all going around, whether it's cold, flu, COVID, whatever people that you know, it seems like it's hit a lot of us. So this week, it was a little bit different because there was a lot of scrambling happening at the very end because, of course, nobody knows they're going to be sick. And when Ken was unavailable to preach first service as initially thought or as initially planned, uh, some scrambling had to take place. And very, very graciously, U.S. Senate Chaplain Barry Black, who was already scheduled to be our second service speaker, agreed to take over the first service duties as well. And so he did a phenomenal job. And if you haven't had a chance to go listen, it's a real treat. And I, I know that it's always seems that way. And maybe it's just because we get used to hearing Ken and, and Melanie and Jeff, but we have had amazing messages by them as well. He just has a, a unique style that's all his own as a storyteller. Of course, he's written a book and uh, many other accolades. If you swipe up in today's show notes, there's a link to some more information about him on the Senate chaplain page. He did two different messages. So if you want to catch those messages, I would encourage you to do so. You will find them in our sister podcast, Speaking of Grace. And again, in today's show notes, if you swipe up, there will be uh, links to two different or to the podcast, Speaking of Grace, and episodes 153 and 154. So episode 153 was one that he... Uh, had to take, and uh, I, I don't know if he just keeps one in his back pocket in case this situation arises, but it was called Sent by God to be a Blessing, and it was a really, really neat story that he told about growing up and his mom and and just living a life. He said so many of us are living lives of quiet desperation, and God has given you, you know, the feeling of, of his peace and when you find out later that you have these feelings of doubt and you have uh, feelings of just being tense and it, it, it's, it's, it's the devil, it's not God. And learning how to deal with your fear and your fear is never from God. And, you know, peace that God leaves with you and, and God is in the business of peace and being salt to our individual worlds and just, you know, praying for that every day and realizing that God is sending us out into the world to accept that calling and just to be instruments of peace to others. Because maybe, maybe the most important thing sometimes that we find in those around us and even in ourselves when we don't put our trust in God and we see someone else that might seem like they have it together or they might feel and give off that vibe of just having it together or being calm or just being in control. And I wouldn't say that 
God is giving you the ability to necessarily be in control, but to be in control of the emotions and realize where your power and where that control comes from. And I, it just, the way he told the story, and of course, he's always got a smile on his face if you've ever heard him speak before. And he has a unique way of telling stories. And uh, definitely, definitely don't miss that one because encouraging us to be closer to God so that we have the ability and we have the resources that we can tap into every day to be a blessing to others and to be that salt and light to others that, you know, that might be the only time they ever have a vision or a taste of what Jesus, the little bit that we can even give is as good as we can do. Even that little taste might just be all the Holy Spirit needs, have a few seeds planted and allow the Holy Spirit to do the rest. So after he finished up first, of course, he stuck around and uh, and took care of second as well. And this was the message that he was planning on giving as our second service speaker that he was scheduled to do in the first place. And that was called Follow Me Out of Your Doubt. Now, this message you're going to find will sound a little bit familiar because we go back and we visit Doubting Didymus and uh, the doubt that, oh, this would be, you know, a couple of weeks ago, almost a month ago, maybe when Melanie was uh, speaking on the same topic. And so they've come at it from two very different angles. Both of them, though, have been thought provoking and interesting. And I just thought that. His ideas and the way he approached it, like I said, was definitely different. But again, something that you definitely can take in, compare notes, and you know, find bits and pieces that you can take from each. And I, I thought they worked. I thought it worked really, really well. And talking about the the echoes of my wailing cry, as you know, you cry out to God for things, or you cry out about situations or things that you've been asking for, praying for things you've given to him to the best of your ability. And we still don't find that relief that we're looking for. We don't find the answer. We don't find the conclusion that we were hoping for as we quote, gave it to God. And, um, homiletical malpractice is one of the, my favorite lines, uh, from that message in talking about believing when you can't see. And I just think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of things in the message and he's um, was really fast paced and got a lot of information inside. Actually, I think both messages. But again, just t- having him take you on that journey through the message, it was very pleasant. And it was, uh, I don't want to say the word entertaining, but I found myself smiling a lot um, through both messages, really. And it just felt like a good place to be. And you just pick up on his positive energy and on his positivity, his total belief, and his amazing ability to recall texts. He said, I believe it was in first service, that he memorizes texts like an hour a day. And I'm just like, I mean, he can just, he's just rattling from point to point in in, in this chapter and this verse. And that's been something I've never been good at. And so to me, it was, it always amazes me when somebody has that talent just to recall. And, you know, you can just shout out a chapter and a verse and go, oh yeah, well then include, include verse seven. Well then, you know, go and include, you know, 12 or 13 verses down. And it's, uh, it's, it's fun 
but it's also really empowering to watch somebody that has that talent and and to think about that more as you're studying to try to remember and to be able to recall and to me that just it just left me with a really a really good feeling about you know jumping in your bible and and being in there with god and and finding that time when you spend to really make it to really make it quality time, not just, well, I checked it off my list and it, uh, it just really hit me the passion that he has for that. And then what a blessing it is that you don't have to stop or read notes or think about it just comes to you because you have that knowledge in your head. And that's just, again, it's just something that's always amazed me that people that have that kind of recollective possibilities in their brain. Even when, you know, when Melanie preached and very few stops at the notes and just kind of memorizing the message. And I'm like, I, that's just not something, not something I'm good at. That's why, you know, I always got notes. I have outlines and I have things so I don't get off track too far. And the, um, Oh, seven or eight times I've been asked to preach. I've usually been attached pretty closely to my notes to make sure that, you know, we don't get off on any uh, crazy expeditions. But both messages, episodes 153 and 154, again, will be already, by the time you hear this, up and in your feed for Speaking of Grace. And if uh, it's not something you've listened to before, just swipe up in today's show notes again and that link will be there to take you directly to the podcast. And then anytime, if you miss a message, you'll have it in your feed and you can catch any of our messages that comes out every week, usually right before this one. So usually on Tuesday, sometimes on Wednesday, it just depends how the week goes. So this week, again, everybody was, well, Ken and I were both out uh, sick and uh, today, Tuesday was my first day back and uh, Ken wasn't quite back yet. So hopefully that happens soon and I believe it'll happen this week and he'll be back. So this Sabbath, he will be preaching on follow me out of Jerusalem, which was supposed to be his message at first service this past week. So there'll be a little bit of maneuvering and um, uh, probably pushing things around comparative to what our schedule looked like prior to this, but I'm sure at some point we'll, uh, we'll have a, a better outlook of what is to come. Cause I believe if I'm not mistaken, that that is the last follow me out of Jerusalem is the last of this follow me out series. And then we jump into great questions, which I have heard is closed for new questions. They've got a lot of responses and Melanie is working now to, give Ken his homework one at a time to find out what he'll be preaching on uh, over the next couple of weeks. So that will happen after this week. So on the 29th, um, we'll be following me out of Jerusalem and then we'll be jumping directly into the great questions series. So um, one thing I wanted to just quickly mention again, as, um, as we're going to have another kind of shortened and condensed episode here is that just looking at again the all the 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 listens and the and the shares and the different feedback that we've been getting from people that don't always want that information or their feedback shared with others and just know that the show that you're sharing 
And I know that I, I hear from a lot of you too that, you know, we don't always mention it on the podcast because some weeks it would be really lengthy. The conversations that I have in the lobby with a lot of you and or uh, you'll stop by my office on Saturday morning and, and, and stop by and poke your head in and say hello while I'm doing a little bit of work here and there and making sure things are going well with the stream and, and such. And but the number of listens and shares and people that have been reaching out about how much they enjoy the show and how much they enjoy the conversation that is really based, yes, on the message, but so much of it is based on the questions and the feedback that we get from you all every week, whether that's through the questions that you're asking during the message in the chat rooms, or you're, you're, you're texting in, you're emailing in, and you're asking questions. And that really brings it to a different level because we, it's not something that we can always think about. A lot of the questions are like, wow, that's a really, really good question. Would have never thought to look at it that way, would have never thought to approach the subject or approach a portion of the subject. So, it's so important when you guys are involved and then sharing the show, it just, it means a great deal. And I, I know we've talked about it a lot lately that we've had a lot of listens and our, our listenership has gone way up and we have really some great people. I mean, to be able to tap into Pastor Ken and, and Pastor Jeff and Pastor Melanie to really have the, the each having, you know, their own background and their own thought processes on all these things and not always saying like, yeah, we 100% agree, but having, you know, different viewpoints, it just really brings a really robust conversation. And then the questions just fill in all those gaps and just really make it something that's very solid and very safe. And, you know, we like to have fun and, and give each other a hard time on occasion. And, you know, sometimes we hear that that's one of the favorite parts of the show is because people don't expect Christians a lot of times to have fun and be able to disagree and disagree with grace. And so uh, just huge kudos to everyone. Just thank you so much that uh, all the work that we put in is also reflective and so dependent upon the, the the feedback and the questions and all those and all the support that we get from you. So I just wanted to say a huge, huge thank you again. It's been uh, just amazing to watch, you know, things just continue to grow. And, you know, you kind of kind of expect it like, well, we've had really good growth. It's probably going to go down and it just hasn't been. And so just super, super kudos. Thank you. Continue to share. And we always try to be, you know, safe, honest, fun and uh but not shy away from any of the hard topics or things that um sometimes are uncomfortable to talk about so thank you so much for that that's going to do it um last week ellie did a great job i had nearly no voice and if i could have all you would have heard was heavy breathing because i couldn't breathe through uh, my nose it was just i was a hot mess and um she misunderstood that i was going to help her and i'm like no no you have to do this on your own and i thought she did a uh, a great job her sweet voice and her sweet uh, insights are always appreciated by me i know i'm biased and but i hope you enjoyed that as well and so we'll look forward to seeing you all next week it looks like ken and jeff and melanie and myself will all be back together next week and back to our regularly scheduled um, 
podcast episode. So thank you for hanging in there with us during these last two weeks where sickness <laughs> kind of took everybody out and it's uh, it's been difficult. But uh, we just appreciate each and every one of you that listen and share. And we look forward to talking to you guys all again next week. So thank you again and have a great week.